one of the biggest struggles that you might have when it comes to designing and decorating your home is your budget. And if that's something that's true for you, know that you're not alone. In this episode, we'll talk about how to design beautiful spaces on a budget and specific design tips to stretch your dollars. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome to Design Your Home, the podcast that helps you design and decorate your home with confidence. I'm your host, award-winning interior designer and real estate investor, Sally Sorcelli, here to help you create timeless designs that'll make your home or investment property stand out. Thanks for listening. Well, hey there, and welcome to today's design conversation, and we're talking all about money and design. And it's an important conversation to have because the way our homes look has a direct impact on how we feel. Well-designed spaces improve our moods and how we act around our friends and our loved ones. Well-designed, beautiful spaces help and support our healthy habits like motivation, eating well, and our productivity. While poorly designed spaces make keeping those healthy habits feel more challenging. And well-designed homes directly impact our stress levels and can either reduce our stress or increase it if they aren't well-designed. But what can you do if you want to update your home and you know how important it is? But the thought of investing in an interior designer like me doesn't fit in your budget. Do you have any options? Well, the good news is, yes, you do. First, if you aren't paying someone else to do it, you need to allocate time to do it yourself. And I know time is always something that we can never seem to have enough of, but this will 100% save you money. And if this is something that you know you want to invest in, and you're not ready to invest in an interior designer, then I strongly encourage you to get on the wait list to enroll in one of my design courses and trainings. Room Design Essentials is the essential one for room design, and it will give you all the guidance you need and expert design advice to save you so much money since you're not going to be paying design fees. And if you're listening to this episode, then it's likely safe to say that you don't want that investment to go to waste buying things that don't work in your home. Because when you invest in designing your home or investment property, you want to make sure that you get it right the first time and don't make mistakes that will waste a lot of money. Or maybe you're wondering what to spend your money on since you are working with a tighter budget. So it is really important to make smart decisions. The struggle can feel very real when it comes to design and money. And I get it because what we're seeing scrolling online or watching on Netflix isn't necessarily painting a realistic picture of the true cost of design. Those budgets can be way higher and rooms, just one single room, can cost in the tens to hundreds of thousands of dollars plus. So let's dive in and see what's worth spending our money on that will last for years and practical tips to save money when designing your home. All right, let's get started with first tip 
to design on a budget is to invest in neutral basics. Instead of having a bold sofa in a fun pattern or bold color, I want you to stick with something more neutral and timeless. Why? Because it will last longer and you won't tire of it and want to change it as often. So you aren't going to spend as much money over the life of that item. Even if you love color and you might be worried about not being able to bring some of that in, I promise that you can with accents and decor and you will have plenty of color in your home if you want that but stick with a neutral solid, if possible, for all your larger upholstery. And with your upholstery pieces, buy the best that you can afford, within reason. If you're buying new, you can buy an affordable sofa in a durable performance fabric, anywhere from $1,000 upwards to $10,000 here in the United States. But one to $2,000 is definitely a reasonable option. I know that it's still an investment, but it will last for years to come. I bought my sofas nine to 10 years ago in a light, off-white, neutral, performance, textured fabric, and I still have those sofas nine to 10 years out. I went neutral, I took my own advice, And I have changed the look in my room over time, but I didn't have to invest in new sofas and I bought a good quality to start. In my investment property that we have in Florida that is for month to month rentals, I actually bought a sofa for under $700 for an 84 inch sofa. It was in a performance fabric and I ended up getting that on a great holiday Labor Day sale. So it's possible to get really good deals. Now, when you are shopping for upholstery pieces, listen to this part very carefully. I want you to invest in sofas with a back and seat cushions that are reversible. What do I mean by that? Well, some cheaper sofa cushions can't be flipped. They are literally attached to the sofa on one side, whether they're stitched or they might have Velcro on the back that keeps it stuck. Why don't I like this? Well, if you ever get a stain, a tear, or any other issue and you want to flip that cushion to see the newer, cleaner side, you can't because it is stitched in place or stuck with Velcro. So that is something that I always warn students and clients about. It could be tempting to buy that cheaper sofa piece, but if you can't flip it over, I don't recommend it. Always make sure that your cushions can be flipped, the seat cushions and the back cushions. Invest a little bit more so you can do that. Now, what about sofa colors? For my own home, I like lighter neutrals like light beiges. They're softer and brighter than grays in my opinion, and I also tend to lean warm rather than cool in my home. And I always recommend to have a good texture for a higher end look. Now, in my own home, I can control how dirty things get, and we don't wear shoes in our home, so our pieces of furniture actually last longer. When we kick our feet up onto our furniture, I'm not worrying about the bottom soles of my shoes being dirty and getting my furniture dirty. But if you like darker, more saturated colors that are so popular right now, you can do that too. You don't necessarily have to go with that lighter neutral. 
for your investment property and for my own, I definitely recommend going darker. Since your guests aren't going to be as careful as you'd be in your own home, you don't have as much control. I mean, you don't actually have any control. So you don't want to see any stains. So going darker is a safer bet. Now, if a sofa isn't in your budget right now to buy a new sofa, go look on Amazon or Wayfair for neutral slip covers for your existing sofa. It'll freshen things up while you save for something new. Let's move on to what to save money on when you're designing and decorating your home. I want you to save money on rugs. I personally don't invest in high-end rugs. I have a busy family, dogs, and I'll stick with more durable, affordable polypropylene rugs because they are durable and inexpensive. You can put a good quality rug pad underneath it to give it a little more softness, but to have a bigger, thicker wool rug or a rug in a more expensive material, hand knotted, you're then creeping up into the thousands of dollars. So I recommend doing a more affordable rug because you can actually get a large rug online for three or $400 or even less at places like HomeGoods and Target. A rug can really change the look of your neutral palette and really change the way your space looks. Another place to save on is your decor and accessories. It is almost shocking the amount of great deals at HomeGoods, Ross, Wayfair, Amazon, and even Target. You can score some really great deals. Years ago, I would always buy very expensive decor and accessories because I'd buy them at Uh, market shows and furniture shows in the design industry. And then I started to get a little more realistic about things as my own budget was changing and thought, well, gosh, I could buy some really nice things that aren't all quote designer like that are still really beautiful and affordable. So I've shifted some of that. I think one really nice high-end piece, decor piece, will accentuate and elevate everything else in the room. But you don't need for every single vase to be expensive, decor, lamp. You can get some really great deals on that online. And it might take a little extra time and patience. But when it comes to design or anything, you either are spending the time or you're spending the money. Let's move on to I want you to shop for looks for less. When you're shopping and designing on a budget, you likely have to go with items that are more affordable. And luckily, that is so much easier to do these days. More affordable stores and online dealers are selling similar looks or knockoffs of high-end pieces, and that is a great way to get a designer look on a budget. I want to share an example from my own month-to-month rental that we have in Florida. I wanted a wood-beaded chandelier for our property. I'm a girl who loves a good wood-beaded chandelier. I don't know what it is. I love them. And I saw one at a furniture store called Our House that is $1,500 to $2,000. Now, that was not going to fly for an investment property because, again, with investment properties, you really want to spend as little as possible because that is all outgoing money when the property is meant to make you money. But I found one that looked very, very similar in the same sizes and dimensions on Wayfair for $200. 
and I use that instead. So instead of spending $1,500 to $2,000, I spent about $200. I got the same look, but for a lot less. And I will link to an image of those two chandeliers in the show notes. So I want you to take a little time to shop around for similar items and knockoffs that will give you a similar look to a high-end piece you might want. Let's move on to the next tip to design on a budget, which is to shop for white labeled deals. You might be wondering, well, what is white labeling? I talk about white labeling in episode 25, which is actually one of my highest downloaded episodes. So definitely go listen to that and I will link to episode 25 in the show notes. But white labeling is a common practice in furniture and home decor and actually across many markets. White labeling is when a manufacturer of a product sells that product to several stores that we buy from. And then those stores sell it to us. Now, depending on where you buy that item, the cost could vary by tens to hundreds of dollars. So let's break this down with a little example. Let's say a manufacturer or a factory makes a chair that they call the David chair. And they sell the David chair to different stores that we'll shop from. They'll sell it to stores like Pottery Barn. They'll sell the chair to Wayfair, Crate and Barrel, Studio McGee, Ballard Designs, you name it, any store they'll sell it to. Now, these stores that we will shop from, they purchase that chair and they put it on their website and that's how we shop for it to buy it. Now, what will happen is these stores that we shop from will buy the quote, David chair, and they might change the name of that chair so that you can't look for a better price on it, but sometimes they don't. So one store might call it the David chair, and one might call it the Davin chair, one might call it the Denton chair. But the key here is that it is the exact same chair. And the stores that we shop from every single day buy those furniture pieces and sell them to what their customers, that's you, will pay for them. So if you were used to shopping at Pottery Barn, you might spend $1,000 on that David chair and not blink an eye. But if you are someone who Pottery Barn isn't really in your budget, but maybe Home Depot is, Home Depot might sell that same chair for three or $400 because that's what they know their clients will pay for it. Now, like I said, the name of the item often is changed or customized, but it isn't always. A custom name does make it harder to shop around. So here's what I want you to do. When you find something that you like online, whenever you're shopping, whether it's a chandelier or a chair or a console table or a coffee table, I want you to write the name of that chair down or whatever that item is. And then do a quick Google search to see if you can buy it for less online somewhere else. It has been white labeled, meaning they changed the name of it, but it is the exact same item. Then the next thing I want you to do is you can go to a website called Spoken.io, S-P-O-K-E-N dot I-O. Now this website is really an interesting one. They actually share the cost of items at different stores. So you can see the difference in white labeling across different stores. 
I just went on before I recorded this episode and I looked at a nightstand that is from a really good manufacturer called Hooker Furniture. And they sell a beautiful nightstand that you can buy on Pottery Barn's website for $1,400. But on Spoken.io, they shared that exact nightstand is being sold at other stores online for $900. That's about a $500 difference for the exact same piece of furniture. Now, let me ask you something. Maybe you prefer to shop at Pottery Barn because it makes you feel better, or does it make you feel like you have more status saying you bought this item at Pottery Barn versus another store? If that's the case, that is just our egos and insecurities talking. If it's the same item, it's the same item. If it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, it's a duck. But if you're on a budget, spending or saving three, four, five hundred dollars makes a huge difference. And so you want to check your ego and buy it at a store that is going to sell you that same item at a better price. Now, I do want to say in full disclosure, always check shipping costs to see which price is actually going to be lower in the end. Maybe one store has a better shipping policy than another. And two, do your due diligence and make sure it's a legit and valid trusted website. Also in full disclosure, Spoken.io, it's a great site, but it does not include every item out there, but it does include a fair amount to get you started. In full disclosure, I do not have an affiliation with Spoken.io and I don't get any compensation for recommending them. It's just a site that I found years ago that can help you. Now, I wanna say this. Design doesn't have to cost a lot. Yes, it is true. The more you invest, the more options you have, but you can still create beautiful spaces on a budget. I did that myself with my investment property. And then in my own home, I'll be willing to spend a little more on options. But let's be honest, I have kids that are older in high school and getting ready for college. So things I might've spent money on years ago I might be a little more budget conscious about now. But this is exactly why I created Room Design Essentials. It's my signature course because I know the benefits of design and that everyone can learn how to design. Design is a skill that can be taught and learned. And while yes, some of us have a natural ability towards it, but as a former teacher, I know this is a skill that can be learned and taught. So I invite you to go to nestorations.com forward slash waitlist to be the first to know when it's available to you again. And when I hold one of my special trainings online to talk about design, I invite you to sign up for that. And you'll know about that if you go to nestorations.com forward slash waitlist. All right, that takes us to the end of another episode. And I thank you so much for tuning in to listen. Have an amazing day.